Did you know that Seattle's Fair Chance Employment Ordinance prevents employers from asking about criminal history on a job application? Learn more about this ordinance and others with BUILD's Labor Law Initiative. Visit www.build206.com forward slash labor standards. to the Build 206 studio with Double Dutch Diva Shamika. You already know Miss Angie is here uh, in spirit today. She was unfortunately not able to make it, but you know, we all have life and things that happen. So I am here with my new guest, Ketchy. Ketchy. We are welcoming Ketchy to the show. She um, is an amazing woman. I've read a little bit of her bio, but I'm totally going to leave it up to her to tell you guys a little bit about herself. Well, hello, everyone. Uh, like Shamika stated, my name is Ketchy, and I am a 31-year-old American-born Nigerian um, with a passion for people and a heart for service, honestly. <laughs> I know that's right. Okay. Hey. <laughs> so um, currently, I'm the Chief of Operations for Pro Se Potential, which is a nonprofit organization, and we work with youth. And our main goal is to empower them to outperform their environments. So we really want them to reach their fullest potential and let them know that they are not stuck in a statistic, really, and let them know that there's no barriers to the things that they can achieve. Um, I also am the CEO of Overcomer Consulting, which is um, a creative consulting firm. And what I do there is I help with anything creative from events to marketing to strategy to um how to how to overcome things that are that are holding you back as a woman so it's overcome her my main focus is empowering women and young girls to be all they can be and shine as bright as they were born to do I love that oh my goodness that is so amazing I told y'all new fabulous <laughs> gifts okay here we go here we go I love that so do you work independently like how can people you know tap into your services or is there anything that they need to know as far as a website in case they were interested in any of those groups? So for Pro Se Potential, I work in partnership with um, Devontae Parson. He is the executive director. And um, right now we are building partnerships in the community um, just for resources for our youth. You know, our main focus is housing security, education and job placement. So um, we do and we do all of that through learning circles where we focus on healing centered engagement, one on one mentoring and case management. So we're always looking for people in the community who are ready to volunteer and also have a heart for the youth that want to hop on board and help us with anything we're doing. Um, we do have a website. It's prosepotential.org. 
And also we're on Facebook and Instagram as well. Um, Pro Se Potential. Okay, Pro Se Potential. Okay, <laughs> this is what it's all about is being out in the community, shaking hands, meeting friends, you know, stating what we have to offer and how we can help each other. That's kind of like what we are trying to build through build through young women, young men, but our future and our further generations to come definitely make a difference. And we want to embrace that and, you know, share it and swap as much information and programs and potential that we possibly can. Right. So I think you've landed directly in the perfect place at the right time. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, let's go ahead and get into it. You know, I got a couple questions for you. So we just going to talk about it. Uh, What is the top issue negatively impacting black women in your opinion? Hmm. In my opinion, I honestly would say it is the lack of care that stems from the, I would say maybe if I'm being, make, being nice, the faith that we're so strong. Yeah. Um, I feel like it is, we, we have been conditioned to believe that Black women can handle more so they could carry the weight of the world, they can handle more pain, um, and that's in every arena in the medical field, um, Definitely. <laughs> you know, just at, just as mothers, you know, as women in general in business, we don't get as many raises, however, more work's being put on us. And then also in the household, you know, that's, it's a stigma. And I believe that is probably one, in my opinion, (laughs) one of the biggest issues. One of the biggest issues. Yeah, that's amazing. I highly agree with that. Like you, you think that sometimes a black woman can do every single thing Mm -hmm. and that we're not you know, easily broken or that, you know, we're just that strong where what you say, you know, how you affect us, how you approach us, how you treat us doesn't sometimes make a difference. And let me tell you all, we feel that number one, Uh, number two, it's important to, again, know that and respect it and be able to put that out there and own that because it's the women have been being mistreated for so many years and so many different things that we've experienced. Now we're a little more powerful, you know, we're starting to be in higher places and things of that sort. And Mm -hmm. it's like, it's a privilege. When did it become a privilege to be a strong, amazing person? Like, you serious? Like it gets crazy. Yes. So I highly agree with that. Uh, There is lack of uh, that in the community for women, especially, um, with that being that said, uh, how do you think we as a community can address this? Like, how, how can we help it? You know, how can we make it better? Honestly, that's a hard question, yet it's so easy because it's conditioning. So the only way to get rid of something that you have been conditioned to do, conditioned to believe, is reconditioning. Mm-hmm. So just reiterating the fact that though we are strong, we are human, and though we can carry a lot, doesn't mean we have to doesn't mean that we were made to carry it all. And like I say, the youth, they Mm -hmm. are our future. So it starts to me, it starts there, you know, um, older generations, just like we've been conditioned. It's, it's almost normal. It's almost a normal thing. And sometimes you just, you know, this is what it is and it's not going to change, but the youth, they're young and they're optimistic and they have so much hope. And they're still sponges, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, so just teaching and reiterating and showing them the the power in sharing the load, the power in respecting what it is to be a woman, what it is to share space with a woman, because it is a very powerful thing. You know, we can do a lot on our own, but with help and the right support and love, we can do 
even more together. Exactly. Exactly. That's that's been something that we've kind of talked about uh, a lot, you know, through these uh, interviews and things is, you know, that self-care and, and you know, loving yourself enough to love another person, you know, and be that helping hand. And, and, you know, let be that shoulder to cry on and things of that sort. But educate, 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 like, you know, sticking together and guiding each other, leading right. each other, setting examples for each other. That's what we need right now. So I, I agree. I couldn't have said it better myself. OK, <laughs> yes. Perfect person. Right place, right time. <laughs> All right. So we're going to go a little bit deeper. Um, and you can choose to answer this or not, but have you, or do you know anybody who's ever been convicted, uh, and been in the jail? Yes, I, I, I can say that I do. Okay. Okay. And how did that impact you or others? Do you feel? Well, me, it's more, there are more so friends. I don't have a lot of family members that I, well, when I was coming up that, I have been um, impacted that way, but mainly just friends and um, people that I were, I was close to coming up and it's just impacted me in a way, you know, when you're young and you run with a certain group of people, you make all these plans on what you guys are going to do. And when you turn this age, how Mm -hmm. you're going to show off, how you're going to make this and do this. And um, when someone goes away, you know, that those plans are diminished, you know, they're put on hold and, um, a lot of the times they may not be who they were when they come out, you know, mm-hmm. so you're reintroduced to someone else and doesn't mean it take away from your relationship because mm-hmm. when you love someone, you love someone and you're there for them um, in every stage of their life. But it just it just takes away from those dreams, you know, right. those aspirations you guys had together and um, their family, you know, definitely, definitely. Um, a lot of people, they play major roles from my perspective, the ones I've known, they played a major role in their families. Like someone may have been the only one that was there to take care of their younger siblings, seeing them paying the bills, having that someone else to have their back in in case. So when Mm they they go away, you know, it's all left on one person and that big support system that could be the backbone of the family, the rock is gone, Mm -hmm. you know? So it, it turns a lot of people into survival mode you know, trying to figure out how I'm going to make ends meet, how I'm going to get this done. And unfortunately, a lot of time that leads them to be in a prison themselves, um, just like their incarcerated I mean, loved individual. Yes, I highly agree with that. Yes, I, <laughs> I couldn't agree more. I'm like, yes, uh, it definitely affects everybody. Like, it's, it's so amazing how, you know, that rock being removed mm. can sometimes either make you or break you. You know, like, you never really know which how it's going to affect you until it happens. And so, you know, I agree. Gotta, gotta entrust in yourself and then, you know, do the right things, you know, so you don't have those experiences. But I, on the other hand, had a lot of family that I knew that was in and out. Mm -hmm. I went myself, I learned my lesson, you know, and so it can definitely change you. So you definitely want to make sure that you're following the right path and doing the right things. But uh, in your opinion, how do you think it could have been prevented? Like even for your friends or just, you know, what, what do you think their main thing that they missed and landing themselves in jail, whether it was right, wrong, accident? I would say guidance, mm-hmm. you know, um, a lot of the times, even some people can seem well off as if they have everything or they have it all together. Um, and when you come off as putting on a brave face and, oh, they'll be okay regardless. Right. And no one 
actually takes the time to tap into, okay, they're still human. There are still things that affect them. Let me see what they're missing. Let me see if they're actually okay. Um, Just like, like we talked about a shoulder to lean on Mm -hmm. someone to talk to open up and then um, a safe space where they felt they could open up. So, because if they, who knows if they were able to open up and say, this is what I'm missing. This is what I'm lacking. This is what I feel I need. Someone could have been there, been that support to provide those things or put them in a place or a position to where they will have those resources. They wouldn't have to resort to doing the things they did to end them up in the places they were, you know, it's all about the survival mode. Mm -hmm. A lot of things happen when you're in survival mode. I agree with that completely. That survival mode portion of it. It's like, you know, I really have to make it now. Like, how am I going to make this work? Like I'm in a situation, but I have no choice but to make it work. Yeah. That's a big Or let go or quit, you know, and, and, and don't nobody want to quit. You know, that's just crazy. No one wants to look like a punk. And, you know, that's a big thing. We even speak to the youth. Um, um, We say uh, thrive over survive. Mm -hmm. So, you know, yeah, you may be in a certain situation right now, but we try and help them figure out a path so they can thrive and get over that situation so they're not Definitely. just taking roads in which they feel they're having to survive because when you take those paths chances are you're going to be doing the same thing over and over again to get it but what we want to do is to guide them to be a safe space to not just show them that it's possible because we've been in this situation and we've overcome but also right. lay out their options in front of them show them a different perspective of life you know mm-hmm. so like i said for me it was mainly friends that i grew up with right. so at that point in life when we were teenagers it would be guidance them having a safe space them being able to open up and exactly. and tell someone what they're needing what they're lacking or how they're feeling even Especially right. with black men, you know, it's very hard Definitely. to say how you feel, Definitely. you know, and yet they, yeah, it's like, they're not allowed to, or they weren't taught to, it's mm-hmm. not, you are, you are a sucker, you are right. a punk, if, if you, you know, out here crying like a little bitch, you know, we can't have exactly. that, you know, excuse my language, but you know, I'm just saying, you know, so uh, to have a black man that does have that support system is key, and you know, I think a lot of our youth are missing that, like we used to have a lot more community center programs, a lot more activities for kids, some of youth employment, like all these different types of things and they just dwindled like oh because of funding or this or that you know like what about us you know we want to make sure that our communities are thriving and continuing on to you know have the opportunity to show these people instead of being in the streets or you know making bad choices out in life you know just that there is somewhere else to go to keep your attention better divided you know, or to have that guidance that can be helped and everything. And so we want to make sure, again, we're just bringing everybody we possibly can together to have these conversations and make sure that we are networking together and that Mm -hmm. we are all in this community together and all through the whole things that are going on right now. I can go on and on and on. (laughs) Most definitely. I know it. (laughs) (laughs) Let me me get back to it. Um, So what supports would you say that their family could have used, you know, as you said, you know, ministering to the youth and, you know, having that program, um, you know, what do you think can help the families that have experienced that or that, you know, you know, that have gone through, you know, missing that, that person at home, whether it's mom, dad, or just family, you know, because of going to jail. Honestly, I believe every situation is different um, because everyone ends up when they end up incarcerated, it's all for different reasons. Of course. Some just didn't have that guidance. Mm-hmm. Some got caught, caught up um, 
making runs and doing things they shouldn't have been doing so they could have money to provide to help right. mom pay the bills. So mm -hmm. it all just depends on the family, you know? So, and that, that's another big thing. That's why it's so important to the mentoring piece, right. the building a relationship, especially. Mm -hmm. I, and I always take it back to youth. You know, right, right. and that's like the main and thing that, that's, we do. That's what we focused on, we, right? We like, have to. We have to make sure that they're uh, available to take over the reins when we leave. Right. Like, we're not going to be here forever. We know that. So, you know, you got to teach them. That's where um, the case management piece comes into it. Like with Pro Se, we, there's a reason why we do mentoring and then we do case management and then we do learning circles with healing, um, healing center um, engagement mm -hmm. in the middle because the case management, that's where we provide resources, not just to the youth, but to their families. The mentoring is where we build the relationships. And that always comes first. The first thing is to build a relationship, let them know they have a safe space with us. Let them know that we're here for them, whatever they need, that they can talk to us. And it doesn't always just, you. we all know they won't just automatically open up and start oh, yeah. spilling everything. Not a teenager. You know, teenager. I remember one, <laughs> one of my mentees, right, I, I took her out and I'm just excited, ready to hear it all. And she's quiet the whole time and we're just eating. So, you know, I'm asking questions. Her answers are short. And this happened a couple of times until she started opening up and talking and realizing right. I'm not going anywhere. You know, yeah, she's yeah. here to stay because a lot of the times people aren't consistent. So when you build that relationship, like I said, each family is different. You get to know, okay, I'm having issues at school because these people are there and they're picking on me. They're not, okay, so then you need some, you need someone to advocate for you mm -hmm. in the school system and let them know it's not her being a bad child, her not wanting to listen. Oh, yeah. It's that someone is bothering her. So how do we put her in an environment where she could focus on learning? So yeah. that's probably what they would need in that situation. Case management comes into play then. Mm -hmm. And then there's the families where, oh, I'm I'm not in school or I'm not, you know, I'm running around with these people because they throw me jugs. You know, right. I can make money. Right. I can make money because oh. my, my brother just got locked up and my mom's having a hard time paying bills. So mm -hmm. they need assistance with mm -hmm. lights. So mm -hmm. then we can tap into the partners who can give a stipend for that, you right. know, so right. it's. It just depends on the situation. It depends on the youth. It depends on the family, um, what actually is provided and the resources that they may need. But I feel like it all starts with building that relationship and actually getting to the core. You know, right. a lot of a lot of programs, a lot of people, they they're there to help. But right. I help. I'll help you with this. Right. You know, and it stops there. And that's it. You know, and then if you need something else, oh, I'm sorry, you can call two one one. And can you know? anyone use these youth resources? Yeah, we we work with, yeah, we we take referrals. We work with mm -hmm. youth um, from BIPOC communities, ages thirteen through twenty four, okay. um, living in South King County. So it's it's a actually pretty wide range, yeah. you know. But yeah, we're really open. You know, we're always accepting referrals on the website. There's a way you can referral. There's a way you can send messages. Um, but just to circle back to the question we really take pride in being very specific with each person because right. you're we're not going to marginalize you and say this is what same. you need each family all is different. communities are not the same each uh city in south king county mm -hmm. doesn't have the same issues right 
right. is basically what we're, we're tapping into here, you know, so mm-hmm. everybody does need something different. Every situation is different. And actually having someone that will take the time or that actually cares right. to be involved and consistent, like you say, you know, is hard to find. It's really hard to find. And so, again, this is why we have this place and this space mm-hmm. is to make sure that, you know, we're working together and trying to see what the issues are and make sure that there's a safe space to either promote or, you know, discuss issues that are bothering you and things of that sort um, that we are topic savvy on. Um, So this is going amazingly. Um, So what do you think about everything else that's going on? Uh, COVID, politics, you know, Black, Black Lives Matter. Well, to start COVID, I don't, okay, honestly, I will say right now, My views and everything I have to say about COVID is probably from a biased perspective, just because of everything that it took away, you know, (laughs) everything it took away. But I like to try and be on the positive side Mm -hmm. of things because it did bring a lot of things. It it brought the realization of the importance of connection, you know, Um, it, it helped it, it helped me spend more time with my daughter. Mm-hmm. I have a seven-year-old and, you know, her being home, you know, it mm-hmm. helped me get to know her more and helped me stare in the mirror because right. that's what it was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know that very well, yes. <laughs> you know, um, and then, you know, people got to work from home, you know, and then with working from home and you get to manage your time and with managing your time, you know, you get to start other things, you know, you get to, I started journaling again. You know, after a while, it just got very hectic working, working. I worked in program management um, for in the healthcare field for five mm-hmm. years. And I remember it just got back to back. I was just moving, moving, moving. And at first I would do the things I loved, like work with the youth and volunteer on the mm-hmm. side. And then it got to a point where That's I wasn't hard. doing any of it. Oh, yeah. It well, just with COVID, slowly yeah. dwindled away. Definitely. And then and it was COVID that made me realize because mm-hmm. they shut it down and I kept saying, oh, I'm going to do it. Oh, I'm going to go to the next one. I'm going to go to the next one. Then there was no next ones. Mm-hmm. It was just me, myself, my child and the house, you know? Yeah, what you going to do? It's going to be So um, <laughs> COVID took a lot of way. Um, it took a lot of great people away as well. Um, yeah. And, um, you know, so I, I, I do lot. have some, some negative feelings about that. But yeah, like I cool. said, I try and be on the positive side. And it, d- it did also bring me some realizations that mm-hmm. I hold close now and um, made me tap back into my values. If it mm-hmm. wasn't for COVID, I probably, I don't know, I probably would have never or this quickly said, okay, I'm going back to doing what I love. Mm-hmm. I can't spend my time just working. I have to do something enjoy I'm passionate life. about, yeah. enjoy life. Yeah. I have to do something that makes an impact that I can look back and say, I changed lives. I helped people, right. you know? And um, yeah, I mean, that's, that, that's yes. COVID. Yeah, that's COVID, that's right? COVID. I'm like, I feel the same way, like the quarantine and everything. Just now, you know, like, okay, maybe you don't listen in class. Maybe, right. maybe an angel teacher. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I've seen a lot of memes about that, y'all. It was hilarious. Um, but yeah, you never know. Um, and it changed the touch, you know, right. the, the wanting to be near someone, you mm-hmm. know, and just being cooped up in the house. It's almost like cabin fever. Right. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, I did a lot too, like a lot more indoor gardening or, you know, baking. I was making masks, girl, oh. all kind of stuff. I was like, <laughs> I can sell a little bit. Let me see what I can do on this I machine. I actually wrote yeah. and published my first my first book 
Yes. Um, during I was COVID. Bring that back up. Yeah. I'm like, no, yes, you are an author as well. Yes. Let's, let's get into that. Like, I wrote a book um, last year, actually, called A Single Mother's Guide to Not Losing Your Shit. Okay. A language. single mother's guide to not losing your shit. Okay. <laughs> we all sometimes almost lose our shit. Okay. So this is amazing. What? And um, it was, it's like, a, it was like a journal. Like I said, I started journaling again and I found myself writing a lot of tips to myself and lessons that I learned like during, cause I, I took COVID really made me sit back and reflect a lot. So I just started writing notes and writing lessons and writing tips and then journaling about how I felt about it and times where I felt different. And I said, you know what, I'm going to do this because when I first became a mother, I was automatically a single mother. I, this is something like I heard these lessons and I took some lessons that I got from some mentors that I met along the way and women nice. that helped uplift me, you know, cause I mean, it's hard. It's it takes not, a village. it takes you a village, you know, it was that book. And then I did my first children's book, um, uh, as rich as my roots, actually. As rich as my roots. Yes, and it was. Uh, it's about a Nigerian American girl who went to school and got teased because her hair and her features, and she goes home upset. And her grandmother sits her down and tells her the story of all the richness of Africa, all the kings and queens that reigned. Mm-hmm. And then she goes to school empowered, and you know she lets them know like I'm not ashamed. I got this. So, and that's a look at my book, hair. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Yes. She, and the girl, she has two, she has these two big puff balls, like my daughter, yes. she loves wearing her puff balls. So it was really cute. I, um, I published that one. Um, so it was like COVID, COVID gave me that, you know, right. I, without it, I probably wouldn't have the said, let me bed. actually do it. And the funny thing is the children's right. book, I actually wrote it in college. Mm-hmm. And I had a friend who was an, an engineering school who illustrated it. He drew it. And then he did it. And then I just had it to the side and I never published it. And then I was like, I just published this book I wrote. Why not? Let me, let me finally publish this children's book. So it gave me time. I would say that. All the time time. in the world to sit back and think. So yeah, but there's, there's positives. Yeah. Definitely negative. Oh, definitely. You know, so it's okay to talk about the, the the negatives along Mm -hmm. with the positives. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, we, we learned a lot. Right. And I mean, it it was everybody, every, the the stores even felt it, the shelves. Yeah, they were pretty bare. And they they <laughs> trying to make it back now. I'm They're telling you right. that with the prices. It's still so <laughs> and it's expensive, like crazy. Yes, COVID was definitely something we kind of never at all could have possibly thought of. Right. Like ever foreseen. But at the same time, we've lived through, you know, a lot worse back in the in, in the other times, you know. So it's just like we gonna make it. We're gonna mm-hmm. make it, but we're gonna have to make it together. Yes. Like period points of the blank on that one. Um, so what have you done to take care of yourself uh, on top of publishing and being an author of a whole book? Like, that's amazing. Well, I had stopped working out uh-huh. and then I started again, uh-huh. but the gyms were closed. So, you know, I started at home. I, it made me get inquisitive again. You know, yeah. so I started doing more research on different topics that may interest me and different things I wanted to learn about. Um, I got in tune with my child. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. and that in itself, that's healing, you know, Definitely. because like I said, it's looking in a mirror, you know, and everything that bothers me, like, why do you do that? I do it, you know? Oh, so yeah. <laughs> that was self-care. Feel that. Yes. Like, Definitely. <laughs> that was definitely self-care, taking time to, to see that. And then actually do something about it. Because there's certain things I say, I want I want my daughter to know that she is beautiful. I want her to know right. she can achieve anything if she puts her mind to it, you know? Yeah. And then I know, like, I'll write 
I used to write affirmations every morning, you know, and then recite them that before I go out. So helpful. I started that again. I said, I want her to do this. Like when she, I would see that she would be get, she would get upset and she would hold her head down. And I would tell her, you shouldn't hold your head down. And I'm like, she does that. She probably sees me. Yeah, so I have to start down. putting these things into practice. Mm -hmm. So I started why I literally started studying my child in order to get to know myself better because seeing myself do it, I'll be in denial, denial all day. That's but amazing <laughs> that you like even put that together. Like, I'm like, what? I was like, mm, I'm gonna have to try that. Like, mm -hmm. you know, you, you pay attention to your kids and everything. It definitely brought us closer. Like you, even now I'm like, okay, I'm kind of ready to go away. Right. Meantime, I love you guys. It's been a long time. <laughs> uh, but you know, sometimes you just have to sit back and look at it and just be like, okay, I'm pretty sure I used to do something similar yeah. to that, like that. Like, you know, or my mom, she always, mom, I love you. But yeah, um, always tells me that, you know, you you didn't listen. You did that. You mm -hmm. did that as a kid. And I'm just like, look in the mirror. Like, yeah. that's kind of the best way to handle it. <laughs> look in the mirror. Yeah, that's you. <laughs> yeah. And then the last thing I would say is um, it made me pick up a book again. Mm -hmm. You know? Yes. You know, I agree. I kind of said, like, after I wrote one, I was like, oh. I write little. books, you know. I don't need to read books, no. But you heard it. But let me see what y'all down there are trying to do and put together. No. <laughs> but with the studying, I'm like, there's certain things that made me read books that I feel could help me. Uh -huh. You know, that could could help me with certain things I'm going through, or right. could just help better sharpen my mind and my skills. Definitely. You know? So that is amazing. I cannot believe that. Yeah, the books, everything. I'm like, yeah, yeah, we do a lot of the similar things, you know, but at the same time, each person is different. Yes. You know, you always, you know, want to see what works for them. Mm -hmm. Like, even just as far as self care, like, is it just taking time for you? You know, how important it is to care for yourself. Because if you can't care for yourself, you can't care for anybody else. Right. So it's just like, you have to make sure, ladies, that we are taking care of ourselves, even gentlemen, like, you know, but it's about the ladies over here. You know, we love you. <laughs> <laughs> men's and kings and things uh but yes the queens need to sometimes just sit on their throne and just kick their feet up mm -hmm. and just celebrate themselves um so that's great that you're doing that and you're super into journaling you know all that is definitely healthy and even talking to someone we've talked about that too oh, you yes. know, having that outlet to make sure that everyone has someone to talk to you know that safe space like that listening ear that's gonna have your back and so that's amazing that you're putting that out there. You're sharing the information that you have so everyone else can bounce off of it, right. you know, like, and, and learn different things and sharing with the world, sharing with the community, making sure that we are, again, on all this together. Like, it's me. I love it. I'm so happy to meet you. Like, oh my goodness. Well, I met you before, but mm -hmm. you know, uh, not as far as this, like I wasn't that deep into your life. Like right. this is amazing. Black excellence. Okay, y'all in the building. Um, so we're about done here, but before we go, of course, do you have any questions for me? Yes, actually. Yeah. I would kind of want to piggyback <laughs> off the the first question about black woman. What would you say mm -hmm. is like the number one thing that's affecting Black women in this community? I would say the respect and, mm -hmm. and the, the workload of a Black woman, like it's just, you, you're more put off as being too hard right. and, and you got it. You got it all because you're strong. Like you got it. You don't need no mm -hmm. help. Like you don't have any feelings or nothing like that. Like you just carry the weight on your world and just keep pushing it. And you're supposed to. Right. That's your job. 
like, and, and you have mm-hmm. to work hard and do that, you know? So that stigma, like you say, um, is, is key. Like, you know, you have to hold it down, but at the same time, do what makes you happy, you know, don't overwork yourself and things like that. So my goal of the year as a black woman is to make sure that I am caring for myself and treating myself as the queen that I am mm-hmm. and that I do what I want to do. And I make myself happy and I don't have to just work on other people's time. I can do other things and be happy. And at the same time, do I even have to work with you people? Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I do my own businesses. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, like I can do me, you know, so I, I did massage therapy and things of that sort. Like I've just done a lot with my life. Um, and so it's to be the best woman that I can be, you know, and make sure that I'm opening up to other black women and that mm-hmm. I'm networking like me and Angie and the double Dutch divas. That was a mutual friend. I need to jump with you guys because yes, you do. I have ropes I brought back from Maryland and, and Ooh, no one has let me put them one. with the little beads, the different oh, colors and yes. on the concrete. Oh my gosh. I've been waiting. Nobody. I'm going to text you because tomorrow night is going down. Oh, for real? Okay. okay. Yes. <laughs> Okay, always. But yes, everybody in the community is always welcome to be with the Double Dutch Divas. I'm sorry you didn't get to meet Miss Angie, uh, but I'm sure you will in, in the very near future. And as far as networking and things like that, like it sounds like you have a lot of resources. We're definitely working with the youth in the uh, middle schools and elementary schools around uh, the community, north, south. We're kind of, you know, going where we can with those that, you know, have the time to have us. Um, but just working with the kids and making sure they just have some free time to have fun and let go and be crazy and get your workout on yes. and feel good and be with other people and, and work as a team. Everybody's a double dutch diva. Mm-hmm. You know, it takes nothing. Anybody can do it. All you got to do is move your feet, mm-hmm. try and <laughs> give it a shot and you're good. You know, um, so yeah, it's uh, definitely just being open to be more involved in the community and, and tap into everybody that I can that's willing to share and participate. And uh, we have these conversations and continue that. And even this, this is new for me, you know, but I'm always in some type of something, y'all. I, <laughs> I, I just got a knack for it and I enjoy it. And so I'm going to make sure that, you know, we keep this going and that we open up the platform for anyone and any woman. Uh, there's women resources, there's men resources. Uh, right. But again, we're all in it together and this is what we do. It's what we're supposed to do, right? <laughs> Most definitely. I mean, other than that, yeah, COVID was crazy. Um, the, I have three kids myself. So yeah, COVID with kids, no school, you know, uh, well, the two of them anyway. Um, you know, it was a lot. It, it was definitely a heavy weight and it's like, you you couldn't go nowhere. It's mm-hmm. like, what am I going to create in the kitchen today? Yes. Okay. You know, like, or I went to the store this once a month, you know, because I ain't trying to be out again, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> I did my splurge on the store route, you know? Now what am I going to do with all this? Like, how am I going to put this together? Like, it was, it was really stressful. It was really different, um, but total survivor mode. Like, right. You know, it, it goes back to that, you know, being being strong enough to keep fighting. You know, we didn't know how long we was going to be locked up in the Mm -hmm. house or anything like that. But just the fact that, you know, we are still here and we most people, you know, have dealt with it. But there's not to say there's not a lot of pain out there behind it. There's not a lot of broken families behind it. It's not a lot of lost people in the world right now. You know, so again, having that platform to talk about it is, mm-hmm. is like key and, you know, just being open, make sure you're loving yourself, you're loving others, you know, in the community through and throughout any which way it goes. Um, but yes, I appreciate you, Ketchy, and it was a pleasure meeting you. And did you have any other questions? I always ask this question when I'm being interviewed or when I'm interviewing. And I think Uh it's very important, especially with someone with so much wisdom. 
And you just give off these vibes of wisdom. Why, thank you. And I like giving people opportunities to soak in information and learn. So my last question I would ask you is if you can give one piece of advice to women out there starting out on their journey who says, hey, I want to do something I'm passionate about. I want to do something that I love. Um, And I'm finished slaving for (laughs) for others. What would you say? You got to get, it's like Nike, just do it. Mm. you know like you have to get out there and like if you really believe in it yeah you may fall you don't want to put all your eggs in one basket you know but at the same time take that leap of faith Mm. jump off that branch and just poke your foot in the pool Mm -hmm. you know and and say check the temperature you know and and see what it's like but you'll never know if if you constantly make excuses or second guess guess yourself or think that you can't do it because you've never done it before or you're not like them or you're not as popular or as rich Mm -hmm. or you know those type of things it's like if you want it you got to go out there and get it yeah you know keys. yeah yeah these are keys <laughs> yeah for real you know so make sure that you're you're doing that and and that you believe in yourself because doubting yourself isn't going to get you nowhere like never has doubt gotten you too much anywhere mm-hmm. out the door right like it's like uh, if you're scared of everything the rest of your life you're not going anywhere right and we don't want to just uh you know stay at a safe space you know we always want to elevate we always want to go up you know, we always want to elevate ourselves or at least get a little further than we were yesterday mm-hmm. at the bare minimum. Right. So just don't give up. Don't give up on Hold your on, hopes, your take dreams. Take paper and take some notes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, for real, y'all. Um, I, I do love uh, being with the youth and things like that. I think it kind of started here randomly because this is where I'm supposed to be. But I ain't go shit up. I say what I want is my opinion and I can say what I want too. So I appreciate you guys listening. <laughs> and participating. I mean, because a lot of people are like, I didn't even know you. What, what do you want me to talk about? Like, Oh, no. Don't ask me. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay. So yes, it, it has been the greatest pleasure. Like, I, I appreciate you and what an empowering, amazing woman this is. Like, you. just doing the most, like working with the kids. Always. Author. You want to spit any of your websites out of there again, the things that you're doing? Yes, I'm going to put out the prosepotential.org again. That's P-R-O-S-E, potential. All right, dot org. Um, social media, the same, no spaces. And you can follow me, Catch the Overcomer, on Facebook. I'm Catchy and Mayfle. It'll probably be somewhere in the line because it's hard to spell, but that's K E C H I, last name A M A E F U L E. On Facebook is Catchy and Mayfle, the Queen. And on Instagram is Catch the Overcome Her. Yes. So, boom, it goes the dynamite. Okay, I love it. Oh my goodness, that is so amazing. Well, again, y'all, you know where to find her. I appreciate you tapping into our series today. You know, the Double Dutch Divas will be back next Sunday. And we appreciate you and we look forward to seeing you again. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much, you all. Uh, And thank you. Thank you. It's my pleasure. Super dope, super dope. Mm -hmm. Best time ever. Good times. Good times. Yeah, all right.